We're finishing up season four. <laughs> Hooray! And this is a podcast we don't want to wait, starring me, your host Robin, and some gal from down south. Her name's Steph. Yeah, where it's 48 degrees and we're all wearing our boots with the fur. Uh, 48 would be uh, a very welcome relief to our like 18 that's going on presently outside. So, yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I hear. Uh, We're gonna get snow tonight. Well, we'll probably get ice. We'll probably get you know just slush or something. We had snow Christmas morning. Uh, All these people that woke up and were like, "Oh, white Christmas!" and I was like, "Oh, shoveling, just what I wanted to do on Christmas." I don't know what shoveling means. <laughs> you can see, basically, you get what's called like this scoop, basically stuck, uh, connected to a long, uh, a long wooden pole. Why do you have to do that so you can like get out of your driveway? Yeah, it, oh. it gets in the way. You can get stuck even if you it. have like a four wheel drive. L- listen, think of it as like really cold mud. <laughs> oh, you know, you get what I'm doing, talking about now. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys don't shovel mud down there, do you? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Merry Clarkmas, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Lana. Oh, happy Lois year. Oh, happy Lois year. Happy Lana days. <laughs> <laughs> happy Lexmas. Uh, we're not to that episode yet, but we will. <laughs> Soon enough. Uh, we're here to talk about Ageless. Ugh. Uh, what was the one in the between? Forever? Mm-hmm. And Commencement. Yay! <laughs> That's a sneak preview of uh, <laughs> Steph's reactions. <laughs> Those are my feelings. Uh, let's talk about the always uh, exciting Stephen Estenite's uh, episode, Ageless, that came... Around May 4th, 2005. It's the one where Clark and Lana have a baby that grows up and blows up. Oh, also, it's season four, episode 20, so uh, light them up, Steph. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks. All right. Um, Okay, you said that Stephen did not apologize for this episode. Mm, Yeah. I can't wait to hear. Uh, Do I have it, like, at the end of my notes for Ageless? Yes, I do. Uh, it's page 101. The suspense is killing everybody listening. Okay. <laughs> every season on every TV show has some high points and some low points. For Smallville Season 4, the low watermark may have been ageless, known ever since as the, quote, exploding baby episode. <laughs> I blame my I, I blame once again myself. Writer-director Steve Knight admitted this was my first year on the show and the first time I was directing for Smallville. And I was very much following the party line, like, oh, okay, let's get in there and make it work. We were breaking that story while we were working on, we were still working on Onyx, and we were talking about Kryptonite Zombies, a story that I still love, with a Luther Corp chemical spill, a graveyard, the classic thing. Kryptonite Zombies attack and it's Night of the Living Dead on the farm, and Clark's weakened because they're all radiating Kryptonite. But that didn't work out. I left to work on Onyx, and then I came back and got told, Hey, we've got a great story for you. Clark and Lana find a baby. And then Jeff Loeb and I just started making things worse. What if every age, every time he age shifts, he expends more and more age, uh, energy, so he's basically a human bomb? 
it just went downhill from there, really. Everybody did their best on the show, but because I was up in a van in the Canadian wilderness for six days location scouting, I couldn't rewrite the script. (laughs) I mean, it's not a terrible episode. It's just the thought of a baby dying. You know, you just spend, like I said, you spend 43 minutes dreading that this baby is going to grow up and die. Um, Some terrible way. Yeah. I think on one hand, um, the Smallville producers wanted to Ryan us again, you know, because Ryan broke our hearts, or at least people who have hearts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, And, uh, you know, and on the other hand, Stephen tonight was like, all right, so I had this, uh, I had this um, story idea where this woman was about to give birth and she started glowing and radiating. All of a sudden the baby came out, but the baby was like a full grown person. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see how I could repurpose this for Smallville. <laughs> so, oh. Oh. <laughs> because Stephen tonight was also the writer director of the angel episode inside oh. out. If anybody knows about that, I mean, that was the episode where uh, one of the stars gives birth to a, Full-grown Gina Torres. <laughs> um, so, you know, and, and the whole belly you know, he, is why did he not? Why did he not learn the first time? <laughs> I have no idea. But, um, okay, so this starts off tragically. I mean, the dad runs away. Um, this is actually what I did for all three of my kids' births. Like, I pretty much <laughs> apologized and ran off. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I, Let's talk. I mean, I kind of like the, um, you know, the the metaphor for you know, you have to be responsible for for what you create, uh-huh. you know. And I also like this subtext of, oh, what if in our fantasies Clark and Lana grew up, got married, and had a baby? This is how this is what a, how Clark would be as a dad. This is how Lana mm-hmm. would be as a mom. You know, it that was nice. And and to. to um, tag on to what you're saying like I I can see that they're trying to do like the sympathy route like um, Clark and Lana are both orphans so they kind of sympathize with this kid yeah. like oh he's just like us we have to take care of him and of course he's found in a crater in a cornfield so it hits Clark a little extra hard like hey mm-hmm. there's a baby in a cornfield I mean they did the whole like uh, they're driving along in a truck and this baby all of a sudden, uh, quote unquote, hits the cornfield and they discover it just like Jonathan and Martha discovered Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like one of my first ones was like, did that mother just blow up? Yeah, where did she go? Did they not find her DNA? <laughs> Is there body parts anywhere? Like, did it just. Did she just. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, just completely. Blow into tiny, tiny, tiny yes. fragments. She just combusted, and yeah. Uh, I like the quote. Uh, Last time I checked, babies don't just fall out of the sky, Mister Kent. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, well, okay, the sheriff. Uh, well, Clark, I mean, for once, you did something good. You rescued <laughs> this baby. You never do anything good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The sheriff. Um, and I like that Jonathan doesn't want anything to do with this baby because it's almost like a dog, you know? Like It's almost like Shelby. It's like, oh, great. Clark's brought another thing I got to take yeah. care of home. 
Clark brought home Ryan. Clark brought home <laughs> Shelby. Clark bring home, brings home this baby. Like He's Clark, having a hard stop bringing home straight. Protecting, uh, protecting Clark, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, they did the classic thing where the baby's crying, the baby's crying, and then you hand it to like the male protagonist, you know, and it's like, oh, the baby's quiet, you know, just like on Lost, like the baby was quiet only for Sawyer's voice. Yeah, but I took it uh, to be kind of like how Clark's essence turned Lionel good, or how Clark's yeah. blood heals that uh, Clark just soothes. The I don't baby. know stuff. Like, if you're really grumpy, and all of a sudden you were shrunk down to baby size, and then a big old Clark and, Cla- picked you and up. yeah, if Tom Welling rocked me. I think I'd go right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You'd snuggle right in there, breathe uh-huh. in them Tom, Tom Welling uh, fumes, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I'd do the same for Lois. Um, so anyway. Uh, uh, so the next we have Genevieve T coming back. Um, oh, she's almost gone. Uh, <laughs> and she's basically collecting on the debt for getting Lionel. Out yeah, of yeah. We found found out it was Genevieve Tig that got Lionel out of prison. Yeah. Which I don't. I feel like this was retconned. I think I feel like it was supposed to have been what's her name? Margot Kidder. Yeah, Bridget Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's funny. So Lionel, so basically, he's he Lionel goes off to Lex, and he's like, you know, you got to give me this rock or whatever. But he also like during the conversation, he mentions to Lex, he's like, well, we know that Genevieve had Bridget killed, and and like Lex had this whole ordeal where he had a body on his property to get rid of. And as far as I can tell, you know, this is not common knowledge that Genevieve had Bridget killed. You know? Yeah. Uh, but. I know that whole stuff is all muddy. But it really is. I, whatever, I'm going with it. Yeah. Um. So, did he leave her there? Where did the car go? I don't know why I wrote that. And Clark and Lana go to um, the torch to talk to Chloe, and they're all like, "Oh, do you need some diapers? I'll pick up some wipes." And <laughs> Chloe's like, "Oh my God, shut up! <laughs> I don't want to hear about this baby." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I uh, I wrote. Uh, you know, we have a, a common friend that is probably not listening, but uh, she's not a fan of babies and babies <laughs> on shows, especially. And that's Desiree, of course. And I just kept on writing down like Des groans. Des would not make it to this episode. <laughs> How about this quote from Lana? She's like, "He's Clark, and I'm Lana. And we think you're the most beautiful baby ever." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I can just hear the groaning. You are a special boy, Evan, and you are the most special boy I've ever met. <laughs> just the googling and gagging over, over. And then, Evan. and then we're like, "Oh my god, this is uh, so over the top!" And then Clark says, "Wait a minute, Lana, we need to take a step back." <laughs> yes, you do. You need to take about ten steps back. Yeah, you're getting too wrapped up in this. <laughs> uh, Seven-year-old Nev- Evan, I, he was the only one whose cast list actually stuck out to me when I looked it up. Uh, he's played by Colin Ford, and Colin would go along uh, ne- the following year to play uh, young Sam Winchester in the uh, fly- flashbacks of Supernatural. Yes, and the the young Sam Winchester and the Sam the the young Dean, mm-hmm. they are very good. Like those, I always you know usually 
in most shows, you are like, I don't, what cares? I don't want to see this kid. But I always looked forward to seeing those flashbacks to when uh-huh. the Winchesters were young. Are you saying I we're like watching Supernatural after this? Yep. <laughs> yes. We're going to be doing this forever. <laughs> I never ending. Supernatural is. What if Supernatural goes? Oh my god. What if Supernatural continues to go? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Evan even calls Lana and Clark uh, mom and dad. Mm. And then, of course, <clears throat> it's telegraphed. Lana starts talking about how cool the windmill is. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, Evan's going to be climbing up there. This is not going to be good. And even back at this part of the episode, I forgot how this episode goes. So I wrote in my notes, this kid is going to die. <laughs> it's going oh, to die, yeah. guaranteed. He only aged so far. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lexa. Uh, oh wait, oh. let's back up yeah. to where they're talking to Chloe, and they're uh, she somehow has gotten her hands on the nine one one recording of the call. Yeah, and the mom is like screaming, and and uh, Lana said she sounds terrified. No, she doesn't sound terrified. She sounds like she's in extreme pain. <laughs> like it's. Oh god. Yeah, I have no notes about Chloe in this episode. That's funny. Oh, and also. <clears throat> Kind of like in Spell, how they go through the whole episode without addressing the the fact that uh, Jason and Lana think that Clark is the one that told them Jason. Right. For uh, okay, you know that whole episode. It's like it's so obvious they need to talk about this, but it, they never. Uh-huh. They're so busy in the episode they never address it. Well, like at the beginning of this episode, Clark is riding in the vehicle with Lana. They never. The last episode was. What was the last episode where Clark? They keep saying, you know, this time it'll be different, and you're like, oh, right. oh yes. did Jason and Blank. Lana break up? Is Lana free to to be with Clark now? <laughs> yeah, and th- they and never it makes talk you about wait. Jason. <laughs> they never talk about Jason. They never talk about. Are they? Together, like uh, we know, Lana Lana is done with Jason because we've seen, you know, that she doesn't trust him. Yeah. She knows that he's up to something. The last time we saw those two together, he was being really angry. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, she doesn't have any time for that. <laughs> but you know, we're like, where was Clark and Lana coming from in the same vehicle? What are they doing? Are they on a date? What's going on? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I mean, that's that's. A question. I think for me, the biggest question is who are this? Who is this mom and dad? Like, where do they come from? Why don't we ever solve the case? Like, we don't solve the case. Chloe says that. Okay, Clark asked Chloe if this late, if this the mother, if she was on the wall of weird, if she was wall weird, wall of weird material, and she yeah. said just a couple of blips because she would walk into the computer lab and short out the computers. Right. But she went to a party and and became NC-17 with this guy. <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> and this was like a week ago, and then she gives birth. Yeah. <clears throat> so because she's... So that's so an this earlier baby, Angel episode. Uh, expecting. Tonight was an Angel at that time, but still. <laughs> uh... uh Hold on, where am I at? I've lost my train of thought. You were you were telling me about the oh, parents. this baby. This baby is second generation uh, meteor shower. Yeah, me- crypto freak, meteor freak. Yeah, yeah, second gen. Yes, but still, it's just I don't know. There's no consequences for anybody. There's no. We don't find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. It's such a contained episode. It's so filler that 
like what about what about Karen's parents? What about Tanner's parents? What <laughs> like these poop these both these teenagers are are murdered and there's like sheriff doesn't even poke her nose into it, you know? Like what oh, they just Clark and Lana get a baby and it eventually blows up and they're sad till the next episode and there's no I know, it's so <laughs> inconsequential, it yeah. doesn't matter. And, it's so nothing. And the time I know, I, let's never speak of it again. It doesn't exist. The timeline's all messed up. Like Clark is in the barn with Lana and he's like, Hey, listen, I want you to stay with Evan. I gotta find this father. And all of a sudden And then he goes to school. He goes he's there with his backpack, he's talking with Chloe. And it's like, did he go to school? Like is school Why, in session right school? now? <laughs> What's happening? Who is keeping this baby? I know, I know. <laughs> it's a terrible episode. Let's never talk of it again. Oh, God, I still have a few more notes, though. Come on. I, there's, there's. How about this? Okay, so I mentioned how Lionel said something about uh, Genevieve having um, Bridget killed. There's another thing where Clark is talking to Evan, trying to discourage him because he knows that Tanner is a piece of shit. So he's trying mm-hmm. to tell... Tanner, like his quote is biological fathers don't always live up to their expectations. Trust me, I know, which is true. But he says this in front of Lana, who has no idea that she he met like his biological father. And even though they have this like we're both orphans thing in in common, like he doesn't she doesn't ask about like, what are you, what are you talking about? How, you know. You met your biological father. You've never said this to me. Is this a secret? Like it, Lana is definitely very interested in all the secrets. Like I mean, I just figured that Lana was just like zoning out and thinking about something else. It wasn't paying attention when he said this, but Clark didn't yeah. seem to be like protective of his, of any sort of secrets. It's like, oh yeah, Jarrell, he lives in a cave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh god, how about that? How Tanner is killed off? <laughs> that he grabs at Evan. And pushes Evan away, which then pushes him back onto this giant iron thing and gets himself impaled. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not Evan that actually pushes him. Evan's just like, hey, you know, and he's like, get away from Ah! <laughs> I know. Well, and before that, Lex is like, okay, Lex has called in a specialist from Metropolis of or course, something. Yes, the finest, and then, the then there's like, they're speaking science stuff about expense. Ex- ex- Exponentially increasing each time or whatever. I don't yeah. know. And then uh, Lex is like, he needs a bone marrow transplant from a live donor. Right. So and so and Lana's like dashed because the live uh, you know relative is dead. Well, no, because Karen and Tanner both have parents <laughs> that they've never talked to. <laughs> <laughs> and. And of course, you know, Lex is actually the one that's talking sense here. You know, he is kind of devious at the end of this episode, but he's, you know, he's like, this kid is blowing up. Please let me contain him. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know that maybe Lex is probably like wants to study him, you know, and he's not just doing it for the good of Smallville, but he's it, it, either way, this kid is going to blow up <laughs> and it's going to yeah. destroy this town. Uh, so, oh yeah, okay, so, oh, I I did like, I see, they try to get, get me also, the, the ending is sad, they're up in the windmill, windmill gives me feels, you know, uh, we're, they're way up there, Lana can, you know, beat a fear of hers to get up there, and 
you know, this poor kid is about to die, and Clark, <laughs> like, sends Lana down the down the ladder, and he's like, and Evan says, "I'm glad you and Lana found me," and he's like, "We didn't find you." You found us. And it's totally like a Jonathan Kent and Jonathan and Martha saying right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he didn't find him. We didn't find him. He found us. Um, and then there's this just giant explosion and Clark walks out of the smoke. He looks like he's been exploded himself. Yet Lana, like, doesn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. I got clear of it just in time. Mm-hmm. Clear of it where? No it was idea. nowhere to, She was clear of it because she was behind a car Right <laughs> That's the only way she was clear Anyway, I was like, okay, whatever <laughs> I was like, Clark's hair is getting really long <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Also, uh, Lionel does a little poison trick on Genevieve Which really is like a magician's trick Because she It was her wine It was her wine And she invited him over like, and yeah, I know. I was like, how do you poison her? But uh, look, all I know is Lionel's always in control. <laughs> Lionel always knows what's going on. Lionel, li- that's how Lionel knew that yep. Bridget Crosby was dead. Yep, he knows everything. Lionel is God. And this is the only episode of Smallville that has uh, Genevieve Teague and not Jason Teague. And the reason why he would have been there, but Dean. Dean <laughs> Jensen was off being Dean. He was he was filming the supernatural pilot during this uh, when this episode was being filmed. Oh, good times. So yeah, Clark Lex tells Clark that this is going to help future generations, and of course Clark is like, "Okay, we're good then. I'm good." <laughs> and then Clark leaves Luther Mansion, and uh, Lex is like, "Yeah, eventually." I mean, at which point I was just like all caps in my notes. It's just like we're seriously not going to know what happened. Like, we're. It's just like two things entered the entered the show, had a baby. Uh, one blew up. One was murdered. Uh, and like that's all we're getting. We're getting the baby is there and it was there and then it blows up and that's it. It's just it's it's missing something. I don't know. It's it's missing. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like an incomplete story. Yep. That's uh, frustrating. So, how many more notes do you have for this episode? <laughs> Nothing. I'm ready to go. Let's go. No needle drops, even. Ugh. Ugh. Forever. Um, this is the one where a kid has a hard time letting go of high school. Much like this Steph. is the one. No, <laughs> not at all. <clears throat> this is the one where it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. This is the one where a kid. Uh, a kid's father really should get a, a, a an amazing job in TV work because he's one hell of a set designer. <laughs> wow. I Man, mean, it's like, identical. And, and who paid for it? And that's a lot of work and it's taken up a lot of space. And like, yeah. there's so many questions. Well, here. it's implied that he made his father do it. And his father owns that factory. The, if you notice, the factory has his last name, Nash, um, on, the, okay. on the factory sign. So it's it's there it's his father's factory. I'm not sure if he had him close the entire thing down, but still, not just his father is going to be working on this. There's going to be some workers, and they're going to be like, "Why am we building this creepy replica of a, of this <laughs> high school that you have pictures?" I mean, I'm assuming he just ran around and took pictures of every single little thing. Oh, so weird. Mm-hmm. 
Because what was it that Chloe said? Uh, a guy that could capture the moment perfectly or something? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, a photographer who could always catch the moment. It's like foreshadowing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When Chloe opens those windows of the torch, I, I wrote that, oh my God, they've been in the studio this entire time? <laughs> I thought this was a school. <laughs> it's funny. But. Oh, uh, uh, Clark's going to Central Kansas and Jonathan Nags. I mean, CKU. I just, just so tired of Jonathan being so n- negative. He's a negative Nancy. He's just always griping at Clark and time? nagging. Oh, it's Which because is- he doesn't want to go too far away because he wants to help out on the farm and Jonathan is very much like, no, it's my farm. Exactly. I can take care of this. Exactly. It's crazy because if Clark wanted to go away, Jonathan would gripe and complain that he wanted to go away. <laughs> if Jonathan cannot be I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think he really wanted him to go away because they really did a uh, a retcon in this episode. Um, they made it seem like uh, Jonathan never made it to college. Yeah, that's the way oh, Jonathan yeah. said that. And, I mean, if you remember, we talked about how Jonathan and Martha met was because Martha borrowed his notes just to talk to him at, mm-hmm. at college. Um, when it, was it Metropolis University? Yes. And, oh, yeah. Here it is. The episode Nicodemus. This is when Jonathan was in a coma after the Nicodemus flower hit on Martha. Told him that they were taking the same course in college. And uh, Martha asked Jonathan to borrow his notes just a way to, in a way to talk to him. But I got the feeling that he only took like one class or something. <laughs> yeah. Agriculture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um I mean, they never said that Jonathan never graduated, but now they're saying that he never went in the first place. So I -hmm. guess that's the new story. (laughs) Um, But there was some great, uh, you know, we get some good remember wins um, because we're saying goodbye to the high school in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, Clark says, you know, it seems like it was just yesterday I was coming through those doors as a freshman and Lana says, as I seem to remember you tripped. Right. And I wrote that after that. Remember when you skateboarded? <laughs> Cause that episode, he had a skateboard on his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, so Chloe discovers that, uh, Benjamin, Benjamin, is it Benjamin? Brandon, Brandon, Brendan, Brendan wants to replicate the school, and he's freezing pe- kids to, and to basically go to school, and so school can last forever. Because, well, because when he told Chloe, he said, "You know, you're the prom queen. You, uh, you're this, you're that. When you, after high school, it's all downhill." From he didn't say that, but he <laughs> he implied like it's all downhill here. Uh, it's all downhill from here. He said. He said. Oh, you know, after I get out of here, I'm just going to be working at the video store for the rest of my life. I was like, No, oh you're my not. God, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> working at Starbucks. I want to work at Starbucks so bad. Chloe and Chloe says. I, I wrote down. Chloe asks Steph, "Why would you want to stay in high school?" <laughs> but obviously, she wasn't asking you, right? Because you want to get out of high school. You want to get out of these high school days, right? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> uh, do I want them to get out of high school? I, see, I don't know. I'm torn. It, it is. You've been burned because before. 
Yeah, you don't want them to be because I mean, there's how old are they now? Like twenty six, twenty seven. I believe I believe Tom just turned twenty six. Yeah, I think Lana is like twenty, or Kristen rather. So I mean, you want them to move on, but in a way, you want it to still be the same show, but you want it to, but you know, it needs to change, and it's just that the growing pains of it changing. If they get it right. Yeah. And so by the end of this episode, we find out that Lana is not going to college. She's staying mm-hmm. in a Smallville. Clark is standing Smallville. And, and uh, Chloe's like, wait, what? I'm the one moving off to college? <laughs> Everybody stay here? So yeah. what happens? I don't know what's going to happen. This is-, is very much like Buffy. Like, we have, I, I've got to stay and protect Sunnydale. So I'm going to go to Sunnydale University. Yeah, Sunnydale University. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is central in this tiny town, CKU Clark Kent University. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, one of the first students uh, we see is Wendell. Uh, actually, Haley is the first one we see at the water fountain, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. poor Haley is being waterboarded forever." You know, she's petrified, <sighs> leaning over a water fountain. Terrible for your back. Also, like she's getting water. Blown up into your lips for days and days. Anyway, um, Wendell is played by Chad Krochuk, um, who was in uh, Man of Steel. Um, he was the blogger that uh, Amy Adams Lois Lane leaks the story to about uh, Superman. And uh, he was also in iZombie. He was one of the three scientists that uh, does the Supermax and. Um, Utopium at the party, and they all sing the Supermax song. Oh, okay. He was, yeah. Uh, but uh, importantly, around Smallville days, this is uh, Allison Mack's boyfriend. I don't know how long they were going out, but this during this time, she was dating him. It said like long time oh. boyfriend, so I don't know. Maybe it was a while. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> of course, Clark isn't participating in Senior Skip Day. He's such a Straight, <laughs> yes. straight, narrow kind of guy. There's actually two episodes going on here. There's Clark trying to figure out this whole thing with the where's everybody disappearing to. And then there's Lex and Lionel and Jason and Genevieve working out their issues together. So Jonathan, not Jonathan, sorry. Um, uh, Lex is like bound to a chair when Lionel was brought there or something. Or wait, no, the other way around, was it? I forget. Lex oh, has a chair, and Lex thinks that Lionel has him bound to a chair. Yeah. But Lionel has—he's—he's he's tied to the chair too. Yeah. So they have to work together. This was a really good episode where where uh, Lionel and Lex have to work together. Uh huh. It's great because hot poker to the eye. Yeah, this all like reminded me of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You know, and Harrison Ford and Sean Connery are both tied to the chair, and they're being tortured. And like, where's the Grail Diary? And uh, uh, Doctor Ford, Doctor uh, Henry Ford, or Doctor Henry Jones, rather, he doesn't have Harrison Ford's last name. Uh, <laughs> says, "Do you think my son would have been would be that stupid that he would bring my diary all the way back here?" And then Indiana Jones is like, uh, "It's like in my pocket," and he's like, "I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers." I, sh- I was. Waiting for like either Lex or Lionel to have this the stone that they're looking for in their pocket. <laughs> so, I don't know. yeah, and it, over the 
the course of several episodes, I've been trying to keep up with where the stones have been, <laughs> where where they are now, and I'm just totally confused. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Lana's actually carrying it around her, carrying the one that she um, she had in in her purse now. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she gets petrified, like as she's like fishing the stone out of her purse to look at it in her car. <laughs> and I, I wrote here like Lana looks really creepy in petrified form. Yeah, it doesn't even look like her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kept thinking, okay, well he's he's picking all of the um, <laughs> what do you call the, the who's uh, who the most likelies. Yeah, and I thought like so soon. Uh, Eventually, and he'll figure it out and rescue him. But my favorite, we didn't even wait that long. My favorite thing is okay. So they're trying to figure. Chloe and uh, Clark are no, oh, it's actually Lois and Clark uh, are both trying to figure out like where's Chloe? Where did everybody disappear? Now Lana's missing. Now it's really an emergency. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so they go into they they're like oh this Brendan kid. Uh, they saw connect Brendan to it right. So they go to his dark room and they find. All the missing people's faces, pictures up on a board, and red X's through them. And Lois is like, "Oh, does did they? Does this mean that he's this is he's killed them?" And and Clark is like, "No, it obviously means that he he's marking them off a list. He's collecting them." I'm like, sorry, yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. I, I picked up on that. I was like, "Oh, obviously he's collecting." I'm like, "How do you know? How do you know?" I'm sorry if you see a picture about a board and a red X is through their face, and that person is missing. That means that that person has been killed by the person who X them out. <laughs> That's not mean that they've been kidnapped. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I've got in my notes. I've got there's Lois at the high school again. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, just so you know, our, I I got a, a look at the yearbook there. Uh, Clark is most likely to be draft, drafted into the NFL. Uh, Lana is most likely to be a cover girl. And oh, wasn't she a cover girl spokes spokes? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Is it maybe so that was like an inside was, joke? Yeah, yeah, that's probably cover. And Chloe is just most likely to succeed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's at this point where the uh, torturing is going on with the hot poker. And, uh, and Lionel also drops this other thing about Lana. He's like, no, she's the chosen one. Like, what? Where did you get this from, Lionel? <laughs> yeah, Lionel gave Lana a stone? Yeah. Really? He did? Yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know. But. I just wrote down here because, uh, yeah, that's right. I wrote down that. So Lana has two stones? Question mark. <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk to you about Jason's turn here <laughs> because mm-hmm. what? Like he has lost his mind. Like he is not. This is a different person than he was earlier this season. Am I right? I mean, what? Well, <laughs> you know, you said he got angry. He was kind of angry with Lana. Like uh, yeah. he got kind of aggressive with her and said, you know, don't count me out or don't Uh I don't even whatever he said but he was kind of uh, changing then like I don't know and oh I love this Lionel like uh, and uh, this like insinuation of incest between Jason and Genevieve you know (laughs) yeah all the bad people like they always have some sort of relationship with their mother on this show apparently (laughs) they always want they all just want to marry their mother um, but yeah, I, I mean, to me, like even the whole, remember, remember how like Jason was like, like, I don't like, there was like, did, did Genevieve set this up between them and, and 
like was Jason like Jason didn't trust his mother. Yeah, and now right. he's like working with her. I don't know. Doing maybe, like evil things. Gonna gonna take Lex's eye out with a hot poker. Yeah, mom. It's <laughs> gonna kill people. Like, ugh. But um, we did get a pretty great action scene. That whole chase through the woods was pretty great. It was where you think that Jason shoots Lionel, but he he just like hit the uh, the the tree next yeah. to him and like. He rode backwards. <laughs> yeah, I wrote great. Jason is a horrible shot. <laughs> like, he's constantly <laughs> shooting at them, and they're, like, uh, several feet away. <laughs> he's like, ah, I'm totally missing him. Um, and then, like, Lex, like, Jason loses his gun, and then Lex, like, scrawny Lex grabs a stick and starts chasing Jason around the forest. And I'm like, Jason, <laughs> why are you running? You obviously, you can, you're bigger than Lex. I, <laughs> he's got a stick, Rod! <laughs> like, if, he, if Lex had a gun, maybe. I just think that you know, Jensen Ackles could probably take him. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Jason is like monologuing how, <laughs> how evil people do say going to spill something about Clark. Clark. Yeah. And Lionel walks up and shoots Jason yep. to keep him from, from letting the secret out about Clark. <laughs> yeah. And, and Lionel really weakly tries to say like, Listen, he was about to kill you. He was going to kill you. Like, no, yeah, wasn't. right. But that was great that, you know, Jason falls to his death. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, oh, there was a great there's a great scene where um, Chloe and Lana, are, you know, get the drop on Brendan and run away. And the third girl gets into a panic and tries to leave and, like, gets petrified he pulls her head off and then throws it down the stairs, which just it like explodes, and it just looks so gruesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's because later there's going to be the threat of him doing that to Lana. Yeah, of Lana uh, smashing into a million pieces. I know, oh, I remember seeing that. Oh, what was that? The what was that when Freddie went to? No, Jason went to to the moon or something. Jason went to outer space. Not oh, Jason yeah. Teague, but Jason. Jason X? I mean, Jason Voorhees? <laughs> yeah. Jason Voorhees. He goes to space and, like, he freezes somebody's face and then smashes it on the count. <laughs> like, that disturbed me so bad. <laughs> so disturbing. Oh. So this is when Clark and Lois find the warehouse and Clark does his usual. Uh, why don't you... Uh, why Go don't check I... around the other side. Yeah. See if there's a door open on the other side. I'm going to look for a key here <laughs> where there's just a door and there's no... <laughs> Just, just, just go away, Lois, so I can. <laughs> but the army brat thing. takes the vents and uh, and gets the drop on Brendan, who like freezes her into a sidekick. <laughs> which, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I believe they did a lot of like uh, you know continuity shots, and Erica Durant talked about how like really exhausting that was to be like try to hold still in this sidekick as they were trying to film that shot. Um, but yeah, so Lois gets frozen, Chloe gets frozen, Lana gets frozen, and Clark super speeds in front of all of them to, uh, I think catch Lana. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, right in the beginning of the episode, they established that, that Haley girl was, who's drinking out of the fountain, like her eyes were moving around behind the petrification. So to me, that's. That shows that they're still conscious, conscient, mm-hmm. conscious, and you know that's even more horrifying because they're frozen and they're conscious and they can't move and they're just sitting there. 
So, I mean, to me, it's like all three of those girls, I mean, Chloe already knows, but all three of those girls should have seen Clark super speeding because <laughs> it's not like they're unconscious. Oh, I didn't think of that. I don't know. And then there's the whole thing where, you know, Brendan falls. Well, it's when he Clark. tries to freeze. <laughs> yeah, he can't freeze Clark, so it kind of backfires on him. It kind of yeah. freezes himself. <laughs> And then he is, he falls off. Yeah, it, it just breaks into a bunch of pieces, and then we see like a close up of like half his face, and the eye like closes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so uh, yes, one oh seven. Taking we have a we have a nice scene of the wall of weird being taken down. It would have been nice to see all three of them in there, but you know, or maybe Pete coming back for an episode to help close down the torch. Because uh, this is it. This is it for the. T- Can you believe this? The torch, like the wall of weird. It's over. <laughs> well, okay. We we got some very few glimpses of the wall of weird. Like the uh-huh. wall of weird, it could have been. It could have played a more larger part. Right. And for a while there, I thought Chloe like took down the wall of weird because. She did at one point. Lionel got access to the names of, uh, you know, media freaks that are on the wall of weird. So, uh. mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was when Van McNulty was shooting people. Um, remember Van McNulty? No, he was the guy Who's with that? the rifle, and he was shooting. And he had then he had the kryptonite bullets. He was leaving like a, a kryptonite rock. At oh, every Jesse. Execution. Yeah, Jesse Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, closing down the wall of weird, uh, it was a bit strange, Allison Mack said about Chloe and the rest of the cast and crew saying goodbye to the high school and more specifically the torch. I mean, I was ready to move on. I was ready to not carry a backpack anymore and I was ready for a new set. I'd spent a lot of time on the torch. I got a little choked up when we did that last shot of me turning off the light and closing the door forever. So pour one out for the torch. Okay. Um, and as they're taking down, as she's taking down the wall of weird, you probably wouldn't catch this in your first watch. Maybe in your, did you watch this again? In the second mm-hmm. watch? Okay. Um, you watched Ageless twice? Yes, it was terrible. Oh, it was why would you do that? Excruciating. If you, if you notice, there was a little bit of foreshadowing because the last story that she puts in her box is the one on the meteor shower. Huh. So it's kind of like. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, coming up next. Uh, Lana is not sure she's explored all the possibilities here, <laughs> and then her. Oh and- yeah, because this. Yeah, this is where Chloe says, "You know, oh, Brand- Brandon had a point. He wanted to keep everybody together because this is where Chloe thinks, oh, I'm going to college. We're going to college, and yeah. then they're like, no, nah, we're not going. We're staying here.' Yeah. And she's like, "Crap, I got to stay here too. How am I going to get out of going to met you?" <laughs> I did all that work with all that student aid. Uh, yeah, we'll find out what, what, what happens with her. Um, but I, I just like how, like, Lana says that and her and Clark, like, walk off together. And Chloe stands there and she says, maybe things won't change after all. And does the old eye roll and then follows them. Yeah, she's like, hey, you're leaving with my stuff. You got my stuff. <laughs> but I, I love the whole, I, the three of them walking away together. I do too. She's getting Chloe's getting more and more used to. Oh well, I'm not. Clark doesn't love me. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But you know, we thought that the Lana and Clark thing was over. Like you know, you felt like the show was saying goodbye to Lana last season. Uh-huh. That she would be less. I don't know. I was thinking that. She, 
yeah, that she would be less involved in the show. Um, do you want her to be less involved but, in the show? You know what? No, I do not. <laughs> right, because you think mm-hmm. Lois is here too soon. Right. Go away, Lois. So, <laughs> so, uh, so you want Lana to stick around? I don't feel any chemistry between Clark and Lois. Oh, well, I, I don't worry. I'm feeling it for you. It's okay. I love it. Uh, all right. I, I actually got a needle drop out of this uh, Wonder Life, uh, the song Around the Way. It's the song that plays when they're walking away from the high school. Eh, not many needle mm-hmm. drops this week, but that was good. Shall we get on to commencement? Yes. The a one, good episode. The one where the shit hits the fan. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Nominated for an Emmy, Emmy in sound editing. That was it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um,. So we have – this is actually – this opening scene was actually supposed to be tacked on to the end of Forever. Uh, but I think they were running a little long. So they decided to make this episode a commencement uh, – an extended episode and pop this scene with Lana and Genevieve at the beginning. Because if you notice, Lana's like wearing the same clothes she was wearing at the end of the uh, previous episode. Mm-hmm. So it's like she returns to her apartment and she finds Genevieve sitting there. And it's like – you know, because the this the the plot of um, what was going on with Jason and Lex and Lionel and Genevieve uh, kind of ended abruptly because we knew that Genevieve was going after Lana, and so that was almost like you know an unintentional cliffhanger where they really were just going to wrap it up at the end of the episode, and then they just kind of suck it on to here as a teaser and made this longer. So anyway, uh, it, so Lana is the chosen one. Lana is the chosen one. I'm wondering what happened to her kickboxing training because I cannot believe this woman is getting the drop on Lana so easily. <laughs> like she's really beating the hell out of Lana. It is not until like Isabel takes over that Lana has any chance against uh, this woman who's like twice it's her age, six, <laughs> at least. Yeah, the sixty-year-old woman. Three times uh-huh. her age. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, what, what did you think when uh, Isabel stabs? Uh, Genevieve. When Lana goes full Isabel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Lex is standing there. He sees it. So Lana and Lex have a murder bond. The, you always love those murder bonds. <laughs> she's got one with uh, Martha as well, so it's okay. What? Well, remember when Lana pushed that guy up against the fork, the pitchfork in the barn when Martha was tied up? <laughs> one of. Uh, uh, What's his face is men? <laughs> Rutger Hauer's men. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's murdered before. <laughs> and and in her own mind. <laughs> like, at least she can say, I was possessed. But she's really, really bothered by this one. The other one, she's like, uh-huh. oh, whatever. It was just a- yeah, I really, I liked her performance. She's she's terrified. She's scared to death. Yeah. And Lex, she's dependent on Lex to help her. He's going to fix it all for her. He's going to call in uh, the best defense attorney from, <laughs> wait a minute, from New York. What? Where's What's this New York they're talking about? <laughs> I thought the only big city was Metropolis. Uh-huh. Uh, so in the teaser, after Lex shows up to, and oh, by the way, goodbye, Isabel. Nice knowing you. Goodbye, Genevieve. Nice knowing you. Um, those characters are both gone. Isabel has gotten her revenge and can ascend to, you know, witch heaven, wherever she's going. <laughs> and Genevieve okay. 
is dead. <laughs> uh, so we get a little bit of close encounters of the third kind at the Kent residence. Like Clark wakes up and it's like there's this weird lights and stuff going on. And then he uh, goes outside and sees like a vision. Aurora of him. Borealis. Oh, yeah. And David Borealis. <laughs> Forms <forwards> together <laughs> to make a meteor. And then he wakes up from this dream screaming, it's coming. So, oh, so Steph is not enthused about talking about this episode <laughs> at all. She'd I rather really talk am. about Ageless. Uh, <laughs> so does Clark have a, a superpower of seeing the future? Or is it that this meteor is like psychically connected to him? Yeah, I mean, it seems or like it it's just all, like a cool sequence. It's all kind of connected to what's going on with Jorel, and it's like a consequence of uh, Clark of Lana not, drawing blood. Yeah, Lana, Lana put blood on the stone, so therefore, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the thing about Genevieve and the stone and Lana and Bridget Crosby, like how are thing how are these things related to the stones? Um. Well, Isabel was chasing the stones because they she knew they were they con- contained a lot of power. She wasn't like a Kryptonian or anything, but um, and the stones had to do with uh, Jarrell and uh, Clark's little cave table and uh, mm-hmm. what the stone the stones form in the end. Um, so it's all kind of related that way. It's kind of weird that you know they're like. And Clark and Lex are trying to find the stones. And we also have Lana, who's possessed by a witch. This is what we're going to do this season. And the witch is obsessed with the stones. And there's another woman who's prophesied to be murdered by the witch, who's also chasing the stones. Season four is going to be great, everybody. Uh, (laughs) But uh, it all culminates into this episode with the meteor shower. And I like the, you know, the timer that goes on. Yeah, the countdown clock. The suspense. It's getting closer and closer. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love any Lois scene, but there was a couple of like uh, bonk bonk on the head uh, scenes with Lois. For instance, this this first one I wrote about is when she wakes up and she's like, "I had a nightmare about some guy in a red cape," <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, "Oh, you mean like Superman, Lois?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to make of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she said nightmare. Uh, it would have it would have worked better if it was like, oh, this guy like swept me off his, my feet and he was just amazing, you know. Uh, but I never saw his face, you know, something like that. But like, I had a nightmare yeah. about a guy in a red cape. And then there's another one. Uh, I've, I can't find it in my notes, but um, yeah. Oh, actually, it's right. It's right. Actually, in the same. It was so bonk bonk because it happened like within like a scene of each other. Yeah, Lois is helping Clark with his tie, and she says she's like, I want to be a disc jockey. <laughs> Yeah, and Clark's like, yeah. He, oh, good. Yeah, he's like, why don't you be a journalist? Yeah. No, I want to be. I, they say I should be a a disc jockey. <laughs> well, that would work because you like to talk. You talk a lot. <laughs> like, but what? she also no. But the thing is, she also says, nah, I'd probably get. I'd end up getting stuck across the desk from the most bumbling reporter on the masthead. You get it, Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, writers, calm it down. We know. And then she helps him put his uh, tie on for the graduation. Yeah. And 
she's saying, oh, it's just a matter of time. You'll get a degree in agriculture, and you'll run the farm, and you and Lana <laughs> get married and bring Clark Jr. into the world. Yeah. Like, that's so lame. You're you're destined to just have a lame life. <laughs> yeah. Smallville. Yep. He is so Smallville. Like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So we also had Lex and Lana at the mansion, and it appears that Lana did not wash her hands. <laughs> Before going to Lexus, oh yeah, and Le- how, did, how did she transport herself? Yeah, like what does Lexus' car look like? <laughs> and doesn't Lex have some sinks? Like he's like, let me get this bowl of water and this pitcher, and we'll clean your hands off in my office. <laughs> like what the hell is that? I mean, I guess he could be like trying. Like Lex is so paranoid that the murder could be traced back to him. He doesn't want the blood going down his. Drain because there'd be some sort of DNA evidence. I have no idea. Maybe he's got mm-hmm. some experience in cleaning his hands, cleaning blood off his hands, and not getting caught. And um, so uh, Lionel also shows up, and uh, oh, he says he took care of the body because I guess Lionel must have went to Lana's apartment too to warn her, and then found the body there. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. people down in the town. You know, are drinking coffee and Lionel's moving a body <laughs> through their. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a non-fat soy well, latte Lionel to go. Everything, Lionel. Lionel and some helps in my car. <laughs> he has people that can handle it. It's going to be fine. I don't know. He <laughs> might not want many people involved. I can imagine Lionel pushing the body through a window of Lana's apartment and having it land in the alley below. And then he runs down there and uh, puts it in his limo. No, he brings in a cleaner. <laughs> they fill the bathtub full of... Oh, yes. The Breaking Bad hydro- treatment. Hydrochloric acid. Yeah. <laughs> put her in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we have Genevieve out of the way, but um, Lionel now is turning against Lex after their uh, partnership in the after last they episode. they together, yeah. Yeah. He's like, listen, if you don't have the stone, turn the stone over me, I'm going to turn over the body and the evidence against Lana, and she's going to go to jail. Yeah, and what's good about this episode is you go back and forth between wondering, does Lex really have Lana's best interest at heart? Because towards the end, he gets very intense. Yeah. And he goes through her bag trying to take the stone. So what what are Lex's intentions for Lana? Yeah, I don't know. It could be I, you can read it like a couple ways. He could be worried that um, this uh, that that you know Lionel is going to turn her into the law, but I also can see some of the uh, you know madly obsessed with discovering the unknown Lex and trying to figure mm-hmm. out what was go- what's going on. And especially Jason said the word Clark as he before he fell into the ravine, and you know that's. That speaks even more to him. So it's got to do with Clark, too. So what's going on? You know? Uh, yeah. So I think it's I think it's more of that. He does care about Lana. It's like, especially when he, like, rifles through her purse. That was, like, that's, like, the last straw. He rifles through her purse, and then he all of a sudden softens up, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I just, you know, need to find this, the stone or whatever. I only think the best. I, I only want the best for you, Lana. Anyway, uh, graduation happens. Amazing speech by the man. So this, uh, 
<laughs> so this meteor strike, this meteor uh, shower, this is 13 years later after the first meteor shower. Yep. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and then the National Guard shows up. Yeah. Oh. And tells everybody to leave town. Yeah. And Martha says, oh, no, not again. Like, literally, she says that. <laughs> Nobody's like, I mean, obviously, Jonathan and Martha are in the know. So they know it has something to do with Clark and all the stuff that has to do with Jarrell. But, God, everybody in Smallville is like, I thought these things weren't, like, it's like lightning. How would a, a meteor shower flying through space be that precise to hit the same town twice? But, yeah, and it's Smallville, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I uh, just got to mention that Lana wasn't at graduation, so she is held back a year. Um, so she'll be in high school again next year. Um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she won't. They mentioned uh, some names when they d- did the graduation, and uh, two of them, uh, there was Holly Harold and Carol Andrees. They were both mentioned, and uh, it's like writers. They're writers for the show. Uh, so Lex is very much like you. You uh, goes to Clark and offers him and his parents a safe, safe passage. Um, but Clark rejects. He wants to help his parents, and his parents don't want to leave without bringing a bunch of stuff with them. Well, I yes, they were saying that. Yeah. But subtext. <laughs> Clark does not trust Lex. Uh-huh. Clark is hiding the key from Lex. Lex is there looking, you know, for information. The keys and the stones and the this and the that. Yeah. And uh, Clark does not trust Lex. Right. Lex does not trust Clark. And Clark knows he's got. He wants to go talk to Jarrell, and he doesn't want Lex anywhere near this place. Yeah. Clark's not leaving town. No. Um, and so yeah, uh, Jarrell tells Clark that he caused this whole thing himself because he didn't collect the stones like he was supposed to and he's denying his heritage so there's going to be some consequences and uh, and also you know human blood was spilled on the stones <laughs> and um, uh, Jarrell Jarrell warns him he doesn't unite the stones he's going to be seared from the earth like a fire from the sky with like with fire from the sky I wrote this wrong but Basically, he's threatening that Clark is going to die, and the fate of the world is basically in his hands. He's just got to get the stones, unite the stones. And uh, it's funny that, uh, I mean, there's this whole scene with Jonathan and Martha and Clark, and Martha's very much like, you're my son, you know? And Jonathan actually has to let go and tell tell Clark, you know, make us proud, you can do it, you know? Yeah, they're crying, yeah. and I'm like, why is why is this so dramatic? I'm not, I don't know why this is dramatic. I've missed something here. It's because the last time meteors fell from the sky, they were full of kryptonite. Meteors fall from the sky and hit Clark. It's it, it's not going to be a good thing if these are still pieces of krypton. Like, who knows where these meteors came from? And you know, it's a little weird to have a planet explode, have the meteors hit the Earth, and then. Like you said, like 11 years later, have the same planet's uh, pieces uh, show up in another storm. But, you know, we also know that Jarrell's causing all this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just love Jonathan. Just like, we have faith in our son. We can't let our faith waver now, Martha. <laughs> it's just so like, oh, this is great. You know? So melodramatic. I know. I know. Exactly. But it's so... I don't know. It's like season finale time and everything is on the line. So Clark has the pressure of 
finding all these stones and luckily Lana shows right up with a stone <laughs> to give him like immediately. And they say they love each other. And oh they, my god. And they kiss. And this is this is what shows do. They give you what you want but surrounded by a situation that you don't want. I <laughs> you're talking like this is going to be the last time I see you. Yes, I love you Clark. Goodbye. Yeah. And I rewound the scene twice because I was like trying to figure out why did Lana bring the stone to Clark? And she because she's scared. She's scared to have the because she knows that Lex and Lionel are after. Don't doesn't she doesn't she know that she's that as long as she has it, then she's in danger. I suppose so. She's also horrified that she murdered somebody with it. So maybe she wants yeah. to get rid of it. Here, Clark, this is the murder weapon. I want you to hold on to it now. <laughs> I, I I rerounded a couple times just to listen to what she says. What her reasoning is, I somehow know that it's meant for you. That's all she says. <laughs> mm. And, uh, yeah, and, and they say they love each other. Did you squee? Yes, I did. I rewound the scene. <laughs> I don't care how she knows that he needs the stone. I just want her to tell her tell him that she loves him. Yeah. I took all of high school to finally have it happen. But, uh, yeah. And um, and then she goes to Lex. And Lex, yeah, Lex is saying he needs the stone because it's the murder weapon, you know. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that was another thing. When she hands the stone over to Clark and there's, like, blood all over it. Like, Lana, you didn't, like, wash it off Yeah, when you <laughs> when you washed your hands in that bowl, you should have washed the stone, too. Yeah, I quickly dropped the stone in the water and then pull it out. Um, and Lex is very much his whole thing where he's like, I'll support whatever story of self-defense you want to run with. <laughs> like, yeah. Lana's like, I, I didn't murder on purpose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is when Jason Teague shows up outside Ken farms. Oh, yeah. oh that, that was so great. And the best line ever it is such a Dean Winchester line. I'm having what you'd call a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then, uh, and he's just covered in blood, and he looks wrecked. And um, and Shelby is like growling at him, but he somehow gets them back into the house. Um, like according to um, I forget which which website, they had to uh, cut this down for syndication in I think the UK or something. So they actually took out all this stuff with um, Jason and the Kents. Um, so as far as people in the UK watch this for the first time on their on TV, um, Jason, they think Jason's dead. Jason died in the ravine, and the Kents got away. So I wonder why is it somebody with a gun threatening people before the watershed hour? Or oh no, no, it was because it? it was the episode ran long. Oh, I remember when they, oh, aired, they aired this for the first time on on CW. They it was a special event. This episode is only ten minutes longer than a regular episode, but they had this like mm-hmm. eight minute teaser of Batman Begins that played mm-hmm. during it too. So, um, so there's a whole thing with Lois and Chloe distracting a guard, yada yada. Um, uh, Lex and Lionel are arguing about the stone. And um, when Clark puts the second stone in the altar, he hears 
a uh, piercing sound that brings him to the final stone, which is in Lionel's pocket. And that's when that stone actually, instead of just alerting him, it actually shoots off this energy and uh, essentially shocks Lionel into catatonia. Yeah. He has a seizure and then he's catatonic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just great. Oh, my God. Lex grabs him and he's like, before you leave this earth, I want you to know you did create the sun you've always wanted. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and uh, how the stone uh, glows in Lex's eyes blue and makes him look, I don't know, kind of creepy. Yeah. So he puts it in the vault and just leaves it there. He's like, well, it, Luther vaults are always safe. My security is the best. <laughs> I'm going to bring Lana out for the helicopter. <laughs> And uh, and then Clark is like Luther Corp. L- Luther safes never have a whole bunch of kryptonite. And I'm going to rip this thing off the wall and grab the stone. <laughs> At least they were they looked creative. Yeah, they were in the uh, you know the idols and the things that, that came from Sacred. China. And, yeah, it looks like Lex yeah. was like, I will take all of this home with me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the set decorator to put it Call Brendan Nash uh, His father is big into set decoration Put this all on my safe um, So yeah that's the whole thing Chloe shows up looking for Lana Oh yeah And finds Clark, After Clark Yeah, Drags him out it. Yeah and then Lex yeah. gets really like physical with Chloe even mm-hmm. Brings him to the caves Brings her to the caves rather yeah. Oh, I love when they're when. Uh, so Clark is in that wall behind the wall where the table is, and the light goes off. Mm. So Chloe and Lex, they're gonna walk back there, and she says, "Careful, Lex! It could be dangerous." And she shoves him into the wall <laughs> and runs in before he can get up. Amazing. Oh, that was great. I loved that so much. <laughs> Poor Lex, just one more knockout before the season's ending. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, before, uh, before I mean, we had this whole scuffle with uh, Jonathan and Martha and Jason. You think that th- one of them is going to get shot? But uh, they're uh, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. They're so- <laughs> she's really yeah. tired of the Teague storyline. Everybody, uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan's like, go ahead, Martha. Tell Jason where the stones are. Yeah. She's like, uh, go upstairs. And uh- <laughs> what are we going to do here? <laughs> Yeah, yeah what, like what kind of trap there were these? Yeah, luckily there was a meteor that showed up, and uh, yeah, the Kent Farm. <laughs> we don't know what's happened. Yeah, that's what Morgan said. Is season five going to be the rebuilding of Smallville? Mm, I don't know. Um, I can we, see it in the first couple of episodes. We do know that Jason's gone because we know Jensen Ackles is uh, is off to Supernatural. And let me just read this here to you. I got some trivia. Um, on its original May 18th, 2005 airing, the WB ran an ad for Jensen's new series, Supernatural. The WB had officially announced that it was a part of their fall schedule just one day previously. Um, they caught up with uh, Jensen, asked him about the show, and why it would appeal to fans who enjoyed his work on Smallville. He says, well, aside from the fact that I'm on it, no, just kidding. It's got a little supernatural edge to it. I mean, the title speaks for itself. The cool thing about this is, for Smallville fans, there's been that legacy of Clark Kent and of Superman and of those characters. Such a lineage that's gone for so long. And I think that's what we're going to do and try to do on this new show. We're taking actual folklore and actual urban legends, and we're going to explore those. So it's going to be those things, and you could research and look up on the net and actually test us from time to time and make sure we're keeping it real. 
Are you sold on the supernatural with with that description? <laughs> wow, no, I would not watch that show. <laughs> wow, that sounds awful, Jensen. Uh, it, okay, so uh, then they asked him what he thought about Jason T going bad. He said something had to happen to that poor guy. I mean, he was just waiting in the water for a while, um, and. That was basically what he, how he explained Jason going bad. Just like, well, the character was doing nothing, so they had to make him bad, basically. Yeah, it was amazing to see how Jason Teague ended up. And you see every episode in the credits that he was the football coach. <laughs> and if you notice, as you're going along in the show, like, he just looks mean in the credits, you know? He looks like he's going to be a bad guy. <laughs> he's got this grumpy look on his face. And... They also asked him, uh, this is like an interview with Krypton site, um, why Jason had never seen the tattoo on Lana's back when they had been dating for a few months. You know, she just, Mm -hmm. she showed it to him when she got back to Smallville. And he said, it's kind of the running joke on the set. It's like, oh, wow, the most unexciting relationship in the history of of television. (laughs) But Lana's a good girl. She never took her shirt off. She just, you know. You can't see a tattoo through a busty silhouette in a shower. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jason never saw her back. She's very modest. Yeah, it wasn't until she, she got to Smallville that she just started wearing these half shirts all the time that showed off mm-hmm. the tattoo when it was convenient. Um, so, yeah, the meteors start hitting. We see a meteor go through the Kent home. We see it taking out the school sign. Uh, and uh, if you remember the episode Scare... Um, you might see some of these see, see that these effect shots are, are a little familiar. Some of them. <gasps> oh. So it's almost like Clark was having a premonition of what was coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another great iconic shot um, of all the all the meteors in the sky as this little boy is looking up, and uh, Clark jumps in front and covers the boy as and a meteor him. And you're going to see that in like the title credits till pretty much the end of the series, I believe. Mm. Um, and then, meanwhile, Lana, of course, you know, if she's not in a car in a tornado in the season finale, she's flying in a helicopter amongst a meteor shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she gets uh, uh, hit and crashes to the ground. And uh, the pilot dies, and she goes, "Oh my god!" Ah! Yeah, and her leg looks really messed up as she's, like, crawling yeah, her way is this up. Yeah, the- is this the same leg that she broke when the horse <laughs> was spooked? <laughs> yeah, she's she's all sorts of dinged up. Um, and that's when we see a giant black spaceship. Uh, what's in it? Who's Who in it? Who has arrived? Who's in it? Somebody has arrived. Somebody's arrived. Um, also, we get this gorgeous shot of Lois on a uh, hilltop. Looking at the destruction, it has to do something. Oh, so gorgeous, all of that, and and it, yeah, it really is. It's a great shot. Yeah, it really is. There's lots of great Who shots. This? Did Beeman direct? Oh, Beeman came back for this one. Yep, came back. I, I believe he was in uh, directing episodes. He might have been starting on Heroes at this time. I don't know. I forget. Um, I just know he is. I don't see his name in the director's credits very often. Oh. But he's always doing like the season finales and the season openers. So, okay, was Beeman like the head producer, showrunner, and then now denied as the showrunner? Who's the showrunner? No, no. It's still Alan Miles. They're the showrunners. Okay. They're the showrunners. But Beeman was like, 
one of the main directors. Yeah, I think so. Him. Yeah, he's the one that really gets the big episodes. And then he moves on to Heroes, uh-huh. and is Denight kind of like Denight? Denight does a lot of Smallville. There's a lot of Denight next season. Get ready for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking ahead a little bit. I was like, "Wow, tonight is coming up crazy." And yeah, it's funny. Like tonight, I really just I really started noticing tonight when I was watching Smallville for the first time, and then I'd like rewatch Angel and go, "Oh wow, he was actually a part of Angel too." And yeah. Um. So the meanwhile in the cave, the uh, stones form a crystal, and uh, he grabs the crystal. And he walks into the wall, and uh, suddenly, he's surrounded by snow. He's way, <laughs> way, way far away. And, Where did they film this? And then they... Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, this filmed in Whistler, an area outside Vancouver. Uh, Greg Beeman recalls, the whole crew drove to Whistler, and then we helicoptered into this glacier. Tom and I flew in the first helicopter, and we stood out on this glacier, which is just ice, as far as you can see. We watched those helicopters come in, dropping in the crew and the equipment. We were laughing because it's just not like a regular TV show. And then I went up in the helicopter with Tom because he's supposed to appear in the middle of nowhere. He gave me his video camera to film it and jumped out of the helicopter into the snow. I started in on a close-up, and then the helicopter went up, and in five seconds, he was a dot. And when we went back to base camp, you couldn't see him. He was gone. It was him and a walkie-talkie in the snow in the middle of nowhere. I always had the warmest spot in my heart for Smallville. I had some of the most amazing experiences with people who I truly care about. And the day we filmed on the glacier at the end of the season was one of the most amazing days ever. So, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I wonder... Yeah, me and Edward were talking... My husband was talking like he's just... There are no footprints. They dropped him. They must have dropped him yeah. in from a helicopter. They had to have. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's effect shots that can cover up footprints. They just, you know, draw yeah. some white over the footprints, you know. But, True. I mean, it looks great. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he throws the crystal in. Like, what's going to happen, Steph? He's going to create his Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of what? I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I don't know, but his, <laughs> Tom Welling's hair is so long in this episode. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I have a picture right here, and it is. He's got the, he's got bangs coming out. He's looking very scruffy. I have one last thing for you here. Well, I have several because we're ending the season. But um, Algo says, or Algoff rather, says, in so many of these shows, they graduate their characters after two or even three years, and we decided to do it after four years. For us. At that point in the series, it was time to move on to. It was great to be able to have that senior year play out in those sort of stories and then end in a high school, huge high school graduation you'll never forget. And then be able to move them on into young adulthood, which I think has been fantastic. Greg Beeman shares, I think it was good for all of us. I think we were all really looking forward to getting out of high school and exploring more mature relationships. Uh, one of the things I really liked about Smallville overall was that we progressed through high school in a good way. The series serviced how the characters had matured in the four years of high school, especially Clark, who starts to deal with more responsibility and mature issues in season four. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of them looking back on it. I know, and I'm just waiting for the show to completely change and to lose the quality. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you did say a lot of these uh, episodes are filler this last season. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to looking back uh, here 
when we talk about episodes of the season. But I mean, did you have anything left to talk about for commencement that you wanted to uh, mention? I don't think so. I think that covered it. Um, so episode of the week is Ageless, right? <laughs> uh, no. No. I'm giving it to commencement, obviously. Great up. Great up. Yeah, commencement. It, that was great. It was a good episode. It was very melodramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also, I noticed a new theme mm. in the in the score, and then I heard it when Lana... Is Lana somehow connected to this thing that's arrived? Because... The first time I heard it, it was when Lana was talking to Lex in Lex's study office, his mansion. Mm -hmm. And then I heard it when Lana is dragging her legs. (laughs) She's like dragging herself across the field and she sees that spaceship. So there's some theme that I've that I've Hmm. recognized and I can't wait to see what it is maybe it's maybe it's more superman score i don't know because yeah i think i think they were definitely playing that music especially in that last scene more for the spaceship than for lana you know this discovery of this huge mysterious black spaceship um and yeah this is a very uh this is this is a huge moment i mean lana has seen a spaceship (laughs) that's another thing that's like oh shit oh She didn't really know about any of this stuff Um, She knew about media freaks That's really all she knew And uh, oh yeah, uh, witches can possess you (laughs) Besides that Alright, so You want to look back on um, Episodes of season four Mm -hmm. Uh, Alright, so Crusade was great Clark taking off into the sky and the whole uh, Yeah, but he was a Clark He was Kal-El Yeah, but still Amazing. Um, we had Lois show up for the first time, and boo hiss. Oh, love it, love it, love it. I'm gonna have to say it more because you're boo hissing it. Love it. Uh, uh, uh-uh. And uh, uh, Chloe is missing and then found. And uh, let's see, facade is when the we have the kryptonite enhanced plastic surgery. <laughs> People getting yeah. hallucinations when when you get kissed by them by Abigail Fine. Uh, we have Devoted, where the cheerleaders are spiking the football players with love mm. potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Run! Uh-huh. Run! Run! I, I really loved Run. Mm. I really did. Okay. And then, Transference. The greatest, the best episode of the season. <laughs> the best. I, I mean, back then, you're talking series. Because <laughs> it was yeah. so great. I loved it. I thought it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then we have Mr. Mixelpidelic showing up in Jinx. Yeah, it was pretty. I enjoyed that mm-hmm. one. Enjoyed. I enjoyed Clark playing football. I did. Yeah, yeah. I remember back I then you were like, shot those- "Is this happening? Is this really happening? <laughs> Is this happening happen well, now?" Well, because he did like. Yeah, he had a little bit. It's almost like if 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 they had decided, oh, Lana's going to be a cheerleader this year. Yeah. But well, you know, it just seemed to go. But it did. It, it was did. seated in season one, and it was like it was a good way to pay off that and close out high school with. This is a high school thing. A kid wants to play football and you know explore dreams, like you know. And of course, his father was this you know heroic uh, football player as well. So I'm talking about Jarrell. Um, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> so then things got weird. Spell. Which I loved Spell. I, loved I really did. I mean, 
I mean, even the you know, I love Clark Kent being tortured, tied up, and uh, I loved it. Uh-huh. Like I have, like I got embarrassed the other day because I have. I have pictures in my Dropbox that one of my coworkers saw it. And I'm sure they were like, what freak are you carrying around pictures? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Bound, which is when Lex is framed for murder. Uh, and we that find was- out he's got creepy things where he drops off girls and gives them diamond earrings and moves on. And they all Terrible. remind him of his mother. And I think that was the worst episode. <laughs> Really? That was bad. Oh wow, worse than ageless. Bad, bad. All right. Um, eight, well, like I said, ageless was not terrible to uh-huh. me. It's just not pleasant. Right. Not an enjoyable viewing experience. Very frustrating to me. It hit a lot of good notes, uh, but it was also really frustrating to me. Um, but bound, bound is terrible because it's like, wait, what? This, <laughs> this, it's just, it just comes out of nowhere. Lex is a, you know, yeah. This is not Lex. This is not Lex. Uh, Scare was next when the fear toxin was going on. And then we see the meteor shower for the first time. Uh, The meteor shower for the first time was a very cool sequence. Mm -hmm. But um, Scare was very, I give it like a C. (laughs) It was meh, meh. Then we had the double punch of Unsafe and Pariah, which uh, Alicia Baker comes back. Loved it. So happy. I love those episodes. And yeah. I mean, for, for me, Chloe finding out Pariah is like a huge moment for the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, things just change. That's just one of those big things that changes. Like when you have a character, the main character constantly keeps a secret and then one of the characters finally finds out about it. I mean, it's not Lana finding out about it, but it's it's Chloe, you know, and Chloe can mm-hmm. now be the, the, the sidekick that, you know, Pete unfortunately couldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get on to recruits, which was football time, but um, the paralyzing quarterback. Yeah, I, I I feel like it was a it was a pretty big episode because they were in Metropolis at the mm. Metropolis U and they sh- you know the stadiums and and all, uh, but um, it was enjoyable. It was okay. It was good. Great, f- great final scene for that of the Simple Plan song. It's just one of those mm-hmm. big moments. And then Crypto. Oh, I loved crypto. Crypto's great. Crypto is like right along with right along there with Run. Just like classic Smallville. Um, fun, yeah, it's fun, fun, and just you know, I don't know, like hits the heartstrings just a little bit, and yeah. And then we get back to witchy times with Sacred. Oh, uh, when we go to China, China, <laughs> and you know, I enjoyed seeing Lana do the. Uh, what do they call that with the? Um, the wires. A wire foo. Wash, wash you or something. <laughs> I heard, I heard it recently. What uh, it's called, but I don't know. It's somehow uh, that it's that fighting that they do, the stunts that they do with the wires, like in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed, you know, Jason and uh, Lex being tortured by the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> And then I enjoyed, you know, Lana getting mad and turning into Isab- Countess Isabella. Countess Marguerite Rissel- Isabel Thoreau, Justin's sister. <laughs> or Isabel Rossellini, or whatever her name is. <laughs> Saving the day. Yeah. Uh, but most of all, I uh, really, I could leave it. Then we had two Lex Luthors and Onyx. No, wait. What about Lucy? Oh, did I skip Lucy? 
You skipped Lucy. And then we had two Lex Luthers in Onyx. <laughs> no, Lucy, I don't know. Lucy's just so forgettable. Oh, God, it was terrible. Yeah. It's just so inconsequential. And not representative uh, of how important Lois Lane is to the show. Okay. Uh, Onyx, uh, which is Onyx two Lex Luthers. Great. <laughs> Loved it. Michael Rosenbaum gets a chance to really uh, get some good yeah, scenes. Ham it up. Yeah. <laughs> Really play some future Lex Luthor. Uh, then Spirit, where the prom queen, the girl, the snobby girl, mean girl, takes over everybody. That was fun. That, that was, was a fun, lot of fun. Yeah. And then Blank, Blank, and Clark loses his memories. Oh, uh, Blank was fantastic. And falls in love with Lana all over again. Mm-hmm. That was great. And Chloe, uh, Chloe is just. It's the, it, uh, after transference, this is the, the second best. Yeah. Um, and then ageless and forever and commencement. We already talked about those. So, wow. What do you think is the best? You think transference is the best of the season? Yes. Transference is the best. Mm -hmm. Blank is the second. And then comes unsafe and pariah, which I don't understand. And the only thing wrong with unsafe is that it was supposed to have had, they're talking about safe sex. Or yeah. the dangers of sex and it, Nobody had sex uh, They came pretty close was, in Vegas Yeah Less conversation, a little more action <laughs> uh, Oh boy, I don't know I I mean Transference is definitely a great episode But so is Blank and so is Commencement So is Crusade oh, It's so, so hard to actually say This is definitely my number one oh, Spell was so much fun Oh, crypto. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's my favorite. Is it? Is it's just so hard. <laughs> it's just too hard. It's there's a huge tie. All those episodes in a tie, um, and I can say that of transference. Oh, and run crusade. <laughs> uh, yeah. Transference crusade run. Uh, let's say uh, crypto uh, blank in commencement. All those in a, t- in a tie for number one. Mm. Uh, let's see, second place I'd give to, <laughs> this is ridiculous at this point, uh, but, uh, uh, second place I'd give to Unsafe and Pariah and, uh, um, Onyx and Spirit. Yeah. And the rest are all third place contenders and they can battle it up amongst themselves. All right. So that was a good look back at season four. Oh, I should give you my KOs. Who do you think was knocked out the most? This season of small Lex. Uh, you're so good. Lex, eight times. Now he's been knocked out 26 times so far. Poor man is going to have oh, wow. some. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. 405. I didn't write the episode titles down for this. Uh, I, I would know most of them. Okay. So um, in run, he was punched out. Um, and uh, in. Uh, Bound, he was, uh, he got a pistol butt to the jaw, uh, and scary, he passed out from fear, and, uh, 16, oh, 16, 16. Lucy. Oh, yeah. Lucy. Oh, yeah. That one that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, he was pistol whipped. Um, and Onyx, he was knocked out by himself. <laughs> and forever, he got, he got a, a poison dart that knocked out by Jason, and then he was actually knocked out twice in commencement. Um, slammed against the wall And then Chloe knocked him out <laughs> uh, Lana and Clark tied for Six times uh, They've been knocked out uh, Chloe was knocked out five times um, 
Lois enters the arena with two times. Um, Jonathan was knocked out two times. He's he's up to sixteen already. Sixteen times he's been knocked out. <laughs> One once from fear and scare, and then the <laughs> other one was when uh, Chloe knocked him down the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at uh, the IMDb ratings, uh-huh. and they pretty much they pretty much agree with us. Like, Ageless is the worst, mm-hmm. and then Lucy, and the best is like the gets the best grade is Transference, yeah, and Crusade. I'm looking at pictures, the IMD pictures from Smallville, and there's just some weird stuff. Like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> Stop peeking ahead. All right. <laughs> Next time on We Don't Want to Wait, we're going to be talking about the first three episodes of season five. Those episodes yes. are Arrival, Mortal, and Hidden. Wonderful. So, who's arriving? Uh, somebody's in that black spaceship. Uh-huh. They've arrived, and I can—I have no idea. Uh-huh. I have no idea who it is. Morgan is theorizing that it's Zod. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's awesome. Okay, here's your teases. Uh, unless you uh-huh. want to theorize what mortal and hidden are about. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, here's your teases. Um, and yeah, these are just for the three episodes. I learned my lesson when I uh, teased you about the entire season three. And then you were like, that's all happening in one in three episodes. Okay. <laughs> all right, so your teases are uh, new opening credits, lots of red. Uh, and... Uh- Okay. And a new regular cast member that Seth thinks shouldn't be on the show, but she's totally wrong because some crazy fans think <sighs> she's been here the entire time. What? <laughs> I'm talking about the Cloisters. Oh, the Cloisters. Okay, so Lois is a regular cast member mm-hmm. in season five. Mm-hmm. This, this, uh, uh-uh, I don't like this. Go. Sorry. <sighs> Spoilers. She's here for good. <laughs> Love her or leave her. Uh, <laughs> all right, next episode or next tease is if you aren't already spoiled on it, you will lose your shit at the end of the first episode. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what you're talking about. Really, okay. really, really important stuff. If, uh-huh. if you don't want to be spoiled, do not look at the guest starring credits at the beginning of the premiere episode. Okay, like cover, I'll do my best. Cover the I'll bottom cover, of the screen. Cover the bottom of the screen with my hand. And tell Morgan if she wants to see that she shouldn't say a darn thing. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, last ones I have here are there are some huge consequences when Clark refuses to start his training. Uh, your, another tease is <laughs> your little Klana heart is going to squee with joy. <laughs> So much squeeing is going to happen. Um, remember I mentioned Van McNulty earlier? The reason why is... Uh, you remember Van McNulty? J- Jesse Metcalf? Yep, killing all the crypto freaks. My uh-huh. tease here is, if you think Van McNulty hated Meteor Rock Metahumans, wait till you meet Gabriel Duncan. <laughs> okay. He really hates him. Uh, two more teases. So he's like a terrorist. He's like a terrorist. Oh. <sighs> You'll see. <laughs> uh, 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 John Glover gets something different to do do on the show. Oh, mm-hmm. like direct? 
Oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. I mean, John, with, the, with the character of Lionel, or, he gets to do something different on the show. Oh, oh, he's, oh, we, when we leave him, he's in a coma. Mm-hmm. He's catatonic. Mm-hmm. Oh, does he get to be catatonic for a whole season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> he's our best actor. Let's leave him in a bed. Let's <laughs> um, charisma carpenter him. Uh, <laughs> and your final tease. Clark Kent dies. All right, so uh, we'll be back next week. You, you want to say anything else? Oh my god, I'm so excited! <laughs> so this is just in the three in the first three episodes. Yep. Clark Kent is going to die. Clark Kent is going to die. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay, does Clark Kent die? But Cal L does not die. Does Clark Kent like? Does he like fake his death? Does he die and then they bring him back in the? They take him to the what do you call the the Lazarus pit? Is there a Lazarus, <laughs> the Lazarus pit? pit? Is there a Lazarus pit in Smallville? Oh, Is boy. the Lazarus pit the new caves? Do we say goodbye to the caves? Do we come back to the caves? Are the, ca- are the caves over? I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler to say we see the caves again. Okay. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we'll see you actually uh we're going to be recording like in 2 days about these episodes and then I'm going to that's my christmas present to you Steph to <laughs> oh, thank you I love it <laughs> and also a christmas present to Morgan because uh, this morning she what like you know, I just knew I was going to be awake at 4 a.m. like I always am, but I, I couldn't wake up till like 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. And she came in. She's like, oh, you're here. You're always at work. Why are you here? And then she said, can we watch Smallville today? <laughs> and I said, no, not until we record because Robin says we can't watch it until after we record. Why does Robin get to dictate how we watch Smallville? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, when we catch up to where you're, where you started watching, uh, then we can. I'll be less strict about it. But yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. It's, it definitely helps the conversation where you don't really know where things are going. Yeah, and, I, I'm so excited to see who's in the spaceship and what cover those consequences. The, what these consequences TV, this TV show does the worst cardinal sin about the opening credits you could ever do. So. Yeah. Uh, you just got to cover those credits. <laughs> I mean, and really, I'm excited to see what season five is. I'm excited to see if they make the transition out of high school if they if they're successful. Mm-hmm. But I'm also afraid of like how most shows after so many seasons, you know, just like Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Supernatural with 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 Eric Kripke as the showrunner was so because it was his. You know, he conceived of the whole you know winchester brothers and all the mythology Mm -hmm. and then after he left we get the leviathan season we get you know it just it just really turns into something completely different and yeah the the past couple of seasons of, of supernatural have been good but you know you just want it to maintain the integrity of how the showrunner envisioned it mm-hmm. and not ch- and if it does have to change you know it, to be successful when it changes mm-hmm. and then also there are the times when shows when networks when the studio networks quit giving you know they cut the budget so much that they can't really do 
what they want to do. So, I mean, I just hope that doesn't happen. I just, I'm, I'm really excited to see season five, what it looks like and yeah. how it's changed. And hopefully it's changed. Well, it, it'll be exciting and new. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of goodbyes uh, that we do in season four with the high school leaving and everything. But um, actually uh, season five is the last season of Smallville that was on the WB. It goes to the CW after, after this season, I mean, that really changes channels. Oh, but, you know, wow! There's new people in charge of the whole network, so yeah, uh, wow. So maybe you might be worried about that change. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, season season six is a bit of a contentious one for me, um, but uh, yeah, I'm psyched about season five. So we should really go and let let the folks watch the episodes, and I'll let you go and let you watch the episodes. So uh, yes, bye uh, everybody. Morgan. <laughs> Bye. Bye.